Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Friends Indeed podcast. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader. Wonderful to have you with us, wherever you're listening from. So Friends Indeed, we are an interfaith organization here in Pasadena, California, and we provide uh, supportive services to meet uh, critical needs uh, for those of our neighbors experiencing homelessness or at risk of homelessness on our streets. And everything we do uh, is about compassion, connection, and dignity. And uh, we're really proud to be able to do this work and help as many people uh, as we can. And obviously, we can't do this without the support of so many volunteers and uh, community organizations, congregations, uh, perhaps those of you uh, listening right now. So today I want to do something uh, slightly different. I'm a listener of the Daily Podcast, the New York Times Podcast, and maybe you are too. And on the weekends, they often have uh, a segment where somebody narrates, uh, reads an article uh, from the paper. so you don't necessarily have to read it yourself, but you can listen to someone uh, reading it. Just another way to, uh, to engage uh, with the news and with the story that uh, the art- article is uh, talking about. So I want to do that today, and uh, I'm going to read <laughs> my own thing. Um, but uh, we are still trying here in Pasadena to... Uh, get the city council to uh, take seriously the idea of a a tiny home village, a pallet shelter uh, village, which uh, I've written about, I've talked about uh, a lot uh, on this show and uh, in op-eds and in uh, weekly emails and other places uh, that uh, I have the opportunity to speak and write. And I know there are many uh, activists here in Pasadena who are also working on this and going to the city council and going to uh, the city council committees, trying to get anyone to uh, take this seriously and to um, make uh, a reality something that is happening in many other uh, places uh, in our area, particularly in the uh, city of Los Angeles, um, as I've shared uh, many times. So I am going to uh, read, uh, narrate... Uh, an op-ed that I wrote uh, and shared uh, almost a year ago in the Pasadena Now uh, news website. And uh, rather than me talking about this or interviewing uh, someone else about this, of which you may have already heard, I'm going to uh, share this. So I hope you enjoy it. And uh, as always, I welcome uh, any comments or any uh, responses, uh, you can uh, check out our website, friendsindeedpas.org, or you can email me directly, uh, joshualg at friendsindeedpas.org. All right, here we go. If I ask the question whether you care about housing people who live on the streets, I imagine most of people, most of you would say, of course, and they should be housed. But when it comes to practical solutions, particularly around bridge or temporary housing, the answer from most people quickly shifts to something like, well, I'm not sure that's the best idea, or I certainly don't want to have that in my neighborhood, or even it's probably just going to bring more drugs and crime and we don't have any services for people, and the list goes on and on. 
So rather than trying to bring one of the more practical and successful models to the city of Pasadena, we just continue to have the same frustrating conversation. This gets us, this gets us nowhere and leaves the nearly 250 unsheltered people, including women and a majority of seniors, languishing on the streets in encampments, at bus stops and doorways, without any services or any support or any shelter. We could easily eradicate this if the city would choose to follow the models of other cities, including our neighboring Los Angeles. At several different locations in the San Fernando Valley and now in uh, Eagle Rock and Highland Park, neighborhoods uh, that are adjacent to Pasadena, a faith-based organization called Hope of the Valley has created pallet shelter villages as temporary or bridge housing. These have been built with Los Angeles City Council support, finding public land and public funds, and it has been a tremendous success. I visited one such village uh, last year, and it uh, is in North Hollywood, and I was pretty amazed at what I saw. Taking an abandoned rundown park, where there had been several encampments of people experiencing homelessness on site already, Hope of the Valley created 200 beds of temporary shelter in partnership with the city. This offers each person their own pallet tiny home with room for a bed, a shelf, a space to keep your belongings, as well as electricity with air conditioning and heating in every unit. On site, there are showers, bathrooms, laundry facilities, even a dog run. There are 24-hour security guards and security cameras, along with on-site social services and case management so that each person is being navigated to permanent or more stable bridge housing. There's a communal eating area, and Hope of the Valley provides three meals a day. There are no weapons or drugs allowed, and the security guard searches each person whenever they enter and exit, and if they have disallowed items, they are required to put them in a locker outside of the village. And here's what I think is the most amazing part. From the dirt lot to the village, as seen in some of the pictures that you can find online, it took just around 90 days and cost just about $5 million dollars to offer 200 unsheltered individuals a roof over their head, a safe place to sleep, a door with a lock that keeps them protected with their belongings, case management, and access to a community. This is a wonderful model. And yet it's something that the city of Pasadena apparently continues to not even consider. As an addendum, we are a year later from when I wrote this, and there have been conversations uh, at the city council, uh, at least in the uh, subcommittees, but it has not yet risen up to a full discussion and uh, has not yet been brought uh, before the full city council. In fact, when Los Angeles city and county have now proposed to build one of these pallet shelters, which they did along the western edge of our city and uh, adjacent on the, on the southern edge, uh, there were a rise of complaints from homeowners, homeowner associations, and even from our mayor. And this is n these aren't even in the city of Pasadena, but rather adjacent. There are a number of encampments under the overpass at the 134 freeway in Figueroa, and rather than have them continue, which we know people already complain about, there's going to be one of these villages that will offer everything I just described above. And it's open now, and it is uh, doing very well. Don't you think that's better than an encampment? 
Don't you think having people in shelter, in safety, with access to clean water, food, case managers, is better than having ongoing encampments on our streets? And commenting on this new village, we heard the similar refrain that something like this is going to bring more crime, more drugs, and be bad for our neighborhood. What is not understood is that the overwhelming majority of folks on the street are dealing with mental health issues and have been long abandoned by the communities and the city officials that purport to care. We're talking about men and women in their 50s and 60s and 70s who live on the street and lug everything they have in the heat and in the rain with dirty clothes, empty bellies, and a growing mistrust of those who say they want to help but never do. Of course, there are also those who are addicts or who have been so hardened by being on the streets for decades that they cannot reason to want to become housed. But this is not the majority. If we can see the, quote, homeless community as individual human souls with histories and not just as a monolith, then perhaps we could find it within ourselves to accept and undertake a successful model rather than just continue to complain about the situation while at the same time being unwilling to provide a solution. And to be clear, I'm not saying that these pallet shelter villages are the end of the line, where people are going to live for the rest of their lives. Nobody who encourages or supports this way forward believes that. Of course the end goal is to have permanent housing, either permanent supportive housing or Section 8 housing with vouchers, but until that happens, why should people have to live on the streets when there is another way? The streets cannot be the waiting room for permanent housing, Ken Kraft uh, says. Uh, I've heard him say that. He's the CEO of Hope of the Valley. We all know that to build wonderful permanent housing buildings will take many years and millions of dollars and go through incredible entitlement processes and public hearings and fits and starts. All the while, people continue to sleep on the sidewalk and hope that they don't die before one of these projects is actually completed. By placing people in these temporary pallet tiny home villages, we can at least give folks a respite from the hell that they go through on the streets. This is a compassionate and dignified way to treat human beings in our midst, and I believe that it is high time that we do so here in our city of Pasadena. So as I asked one year ago, I ask again now, which city council member and which property owners or developers are willing to step up find the land or an unused parking lot, engage in a contract with one of the many pallet shelter project owners and make this very practical, very efficient, and by all standards, incredibly cost-effective option happen. Remember, the one in North Hollywood took about two months and $5 million to get started. Obviously, you need to continue to have funds uh, to, to do this ongoing, but it's always the start and the initial costs that seem to be the barriers. So let's put this another way. With the right management, leadership, vision, and willingness to stand for what's right, Pasadena could potentially have a village like this, a solution to an ongoing problem before the end of this year, if not sooner, perhaps by the beginning of next year. I hope that those who have the power to make this come to fruition will step up Friends Indeed stands ready to support and potentially partner with other agencies in our community. I'll end where I began. 
If I ask the question whether you care about housing people who live on the streets, I imagine most folks would say, of course, and they should be housed. If you are one of those people, help be a part of the solution. So I'm going to keep this uh, episode uh, short and sweet and say that's going to do it uh, for today uh, with the reading uh, of of the op-ed about uh, tiny home villages. So if you liked what you heard and would like to learn more about Friends Indeed, uh, you can visit our website, friendsindeedpas.org. We are also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So I hope that you'll uh, like this podcast, share this podcast, and uh, tell your friends about it. And if you are uh, interested in getting more involved in what we do, please uh, do reach out. And uh, if you live in the city of Pasadena and we're moved by the idea uh, of Tiny Home Village and want to help make that uh, come to fruition, I invite you to uh, check out uh, your own council member's uh, website and to uh, reach out to them, ask for a meeting, write a letter, and... uh, Let's see if we can make this happen uh, together. All right, that's going to do it uh, for this episode. I'm Rabbi Joshua Levine Grader. Thanks so much for being with us, and we'll see you next time.